All right, welcome back, everybody. This is the live after show of Big Brother and Zing Podcast. I am Jack. And I'm Nicole. Welcome back, everybody. We got a fresh new episode tonight. We are coming to you live every week right after the live episode airs. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Also, check out our social media content at Zinged Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. So, check us out. We are also live streaming on YouTube. What's going on, YouTube world? So, follow us on there. Uh, we also should be on Twitch at Beach House Studios. So, take a look and listen. Uh, otherwise, let's jump into what we've got going on this week. So, you want to jump at the beginning of the episode here? Yeah, let's go. All right. So, we've got... A new alliance coming out the gate in the beginning. Of course, there's a new alliance. That's the slick, alliance. the slick six, um, which I thought was interesting. It seems like they're really trying to pigeonhole JSR. Yep, they just into a corner. Want to take all their numbers away from them? I mean, that was pretty much the goal, right? It's really just to take Davon and Bailey. Away from Janelle and Kaser. I mean, at least that's what I took from it. No, that's like 100% what they were doing, which it is annoying. It didn't seem like a, a genuine alliance, really. I mean, even they had the dire room with, was it Cody, Cody afterwards? Yeah, yeah Cody, where he's, he's like, just, nah. this is this is one of those uh, th- you know, one week by week alliances. Exactly. He said, it's not really where my alliance lays. Or what did he say? My, or my where trust, my, like, my loyalty lies. Loyalty, that was it. Yeah. So, but I thought that was interesting. It seems that Davon and Bailey are have been, at least the last week or two, pretty big swing votes and pivot points between the two sides of the house that we've seen forming. Yeah, they really have been, and they've been getting closer to Janelle and Kaser, and I think the rest of the house kind of saw that, and they were like, all right, we need to stop this. You know, it's a little unfortunate, though, because, I mean, we're both JSR fans. Oh, yeah. And I was hoping that, and they did try to rally them, right? We saw them all in that room. And that they're kind of right that if they don't align and get that essentially that side of the house on the same page, the big other the one big other alliance is really just going to steamroll them. Exactly. And well, we can just talk about Janelle and Kesar right now because look, they're some of my favorite players of all time. Oh, the the best duo to ever play the game. Yeah, and, and especially in this season, they're definitely two of the most iconic big time players out there. Yeah, I was really excited to watch them play now that we're potentially seeing the end of them because I don't think that either one of them would ever come back into the house after. This is probably like the last time they'll both be in together, and so it kind of sucks that their time is could be potentially coming to an end this week. So what's your take on how they've played the game so far? I think they've played it well. I mean, they play the way that they've always played Big Brother. is They play the old school way, but they're in a house with a bunch of people who play it the new school way. Mm, okay, that's a good take on it. And the younger kids, they're not a fan of that, so they're trying to get them out as quick as they possibly can. There was a lot of discussion online this week about this old school versus new school topic, and we talked about it a couple times in the podcast. It seems to be pretty relevant. It is. I mean, like the new school way is pretty much essentially like bullying and like bunch of stuff like that like it's all like they take it too personal now i think we're back in the old days they all everyone was in there they're like we're playing a game it's very passive aggressive in a sense yeah right it's just a a lot of talking behind closed doors behind people's backs where i think the old school way was more people were just you just played you well yeah people were kind of brutal to each other a little bit i mean they're just more upfront. Exactly. You know, if but, someone had a problem with you or you were making an alliance or talking badly about somebody, 
you you're get getting called, called oh, out. Oh, yeah, you're getting called out. House meeting. Was, <laughs> house you, meeting. If you heard house meeting, you knew shit was about to go down. Yeah, but everyone also, I feel like, knew that it was just a game and that you weren't taking it personal because you were also doing it to that other person, too. Yeah, and then they used to always say the big thing was, this is just a game. This is a game. Nobody took anything personal. Right, it wasn't about personal stuff. It was just like, look, we're going to battle it out. We're going to have it out right now, but we're battling and yelling at each other about... Game stuff. We're not getting personal. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Where nowadays they bring all the personal stuff into the game. All right, well, I want to talk about my take real quick on Janelle and Kaser because I think tonight when watching them get put on the block... It made me reflect a little bit on how they got into this situation. Yeah. And I agree. Janelle is a comp beast, right? Kaser, I also think a comp beast. We haven't seen them A. I don't think they've really come out to play yet. I mean, we haven't seen any big wins from either of them. Yeah, we haven't seen them really come to play yet. So the POV is going to be interesting. But where I want to take it a step further is the the social game. Because I think Janelle and Kesar both are probably two of the smartest people in the whole house. Maybe the most manipulative and I think some of the strongest players because of that reason. Yep. But where I'm going is the first two weeks we've been in the house now, their social game has been terrible. That's because I just think that nobody really wants to talk to them really. I mean, they've the two of them have been off pigeonholed by themselves acting like they're in a showmance. <laughs> I mean, much. I know that they're both married and all that, so I don't mean it in a romantic way, but just that they've literally been isolated where it's the two of them, and we saw some footage tonight, it's literally the two of them just hanging out by themselves, isolated from the rest of the house. You can't yeah. do that. You, you can't walk into the game, especially this is early. This is not late in the game when there's four or five people left in the house. And you can't just hang out with And you're all hanging out. Yeah. I mean, this is the beginning of the game when you've got to start making moves, making alliances. You've got to play that group social game, right? Yeah. You can't be off hiding in the back room playing chess all day with your number one alliance member. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know, but I've watched like the live feeds and stuff too. So like they do like interact with the other house guests as much. Like I just don't think it's making it to TV as much. I could see that. As it is. Because I watched, like, it was her, Davon, and Cody just hanging out in the have-not room the other day. Just all just hanging out for a while and, like, laughing and making a bunch of jokes. So I think they are kind of hanging out, but not as much as the rest of the house is. But I also don't think they're getting an opportunity to really talk to any of the house guests, really. Because everyone's just kind of pushing them out. Well, I think they've just been so blatant about it. I mean, we have all these other alliances that are, for the most part, kind of unknown right i would say there's no no one's really been yeah solidified as who is together and who's not i mean they kind of have a general idea of the big alliance the big one yeah but i feel like janelle and case are they put a huge target on their own back i think they walked in with a huge i mean if you're janelle if you're walking in the house you already have the biggest target agreed but you need to align yourself and get yourself situated so you have people around you i'm still just shocked that nobody wants to work with her because she's always going to be a bigger target than you well, I think she just hasn't, I think it's too late now. I think yeah. now that it's coming to where the HOH has got a target on you and you start looking around the house at, okay, who, who's got my back yeah. and you realize, oh, oh no, maybe everyone realizes that I'm in a end of game alliance with KSR and 
we really haven't been socializing and networking and maybe talking game. Yeah. Right. So you saw them socializing, but maybe they haven't been talking game with. Well, I also think players. too, though, like Memphis is the only one I would say. Memphis, yeah, Memphis is the only one. But I would say also like. I'm sure, like, the same thing that happened, like, with Nicole A. last week, like, when Janelle was going out of her way to, like, help and protect her, I'm sure, like, when Kevin was in her ear, be like, oh, don't trust her, like, that looks bad on you, and the same happened with Davon and Bailey, like, they were talking with Janelle and Kesar to make an alliance, and then the other house saw that and went, oh, no, and pulled them away from Janelle and Kesar, so I think it's other people in the house, too, that are segregating them to keep them by themselves. Uh, you're right at this week especially though i think yeah. that their time has come and i think that the target has already been put on their back and so you're right you're seeing them start to try to pull away anybody that might be close to them yeah the bailey and Devon thing specifically but i, th- I think they it's just happened too late yeah i like, guess so though i guess so if, if the rest of the house already knows that who the potential swing votes might be if you already don't have the numbers and then they're already trying to lock in your potential swing votes i mean and the other house guests are making moves around those players before you're even nominated on the block that says something i mean (laughs) they're just getting outplayed i think so they're just getting outplayed as much as i hate to say it because they're two dynamite all-stars but i know which sucks i'd wish we would be able to watch them play longer than three weeks but i think uh it's definitely gonna be coming to an end i think i mean obviously we'll at least get one to stay so we'll have one of the two to root for yep but But the other one's probably gonna go right up on the block and soon all right uh i want to talk about the have not picks yes (laughs) let's go into that okay what still is driving me absolutely out of my mind is the volunteer thing yeah, I know that drives you crazy. <laughs> it does because I think part of the deal is that you're supposed to make a choice and you've got to... You, you, the, the producers are basically making you make a game decision. Yeah, like I live. think like first week, that's one thing like asking for volunteers because you know, it's just whatever. It's the yeah. first week. But like after that, you should be picking somebody. Right. And I'm pissed at David for not picking Memphis. That was his opportunity to get back at him. I agree. And he didn't take the shot. And Memphis was sitting there smirking. Because he kind of thought maybe it was coming. Coming, yeah. But David? David missed a shot there. Missed a shot. I would have fired right back. If I was David, I would have fired right back at Memphis. I would have a thousand percent fired back. But maybe David's making a smart move. David is saying he's just trying to lay low. That's true. Right? So maybe he proved himself to Memphis. Memphis took a shot at him. He missed. And David doesn't want that to to solidify that rift. I that like so. him and Memphis are against each other he's just trying to let it lie this is all stars he should have called them but out. i would 100 yeah <laughs> call him out that. yeah especially he put him on the block and that oh, i would have taken a shot oh, i would have taken him so i would have because think about shot. it though i mean i guess if david does get hoh you'd have to turn around and put memphis up right exactly i would do it so, right back to him yeah. i would have just the, memphis, well, memphis, memphis already drew the line but yeah because memphis already put david on slop so memphis david should just put memphis right back out on it billy hill had your free week Getting yeah. another week of slop there. But yeah, that was that was a little tough to uh, to see. And then obviously the big drama with Nicole <laughs> and Janelle. Super. I mean, we've been kind of waiting for something to blow waiting up. Waiting for it. Waiting for it. And Nicole just takes a shot. Yeah, but then I hate how she couldn't own up to it because then immediately she's like, "Oh, I didn't mean to say that." Where on the live feeds she's been practicing what she was gonna say for the entire week. To put Janelle on slop. 
Yeah, that, and that she's been telling the whole house. She's telling. like, she's like, don't don't pick Janelle. I'm gonna pick Janelle. Just own up to it. <laughs> like I'll be like, oh, I didn't mean to say that. Well, I'm just surprised that the fight didn't boil over more than it did. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, well, they did the cutaway scenes, and Janelle goes, oh, I'm all about having conflict. Like oh, I sure. know she's nervous about conflict, but I don't care. And I was like, okay, here we here go. We, uh, I'm sure that some, <laughs> this whole week <laughs> is just some tensions and building. We're about to see this house blow up. And Janelle doesn't go too hard on her, really. She only says one cut. It's still beginning of the week. She's still got a whole yeah, whole true. week to go to dig into her, that's which true. this could be her last week in the house, too. So she could be saving it all for the end. Yeah, that's a good point. But she did seem on edge a little bit. I mean, obviously, she blew up on Nicole, but I expected a fireworks, full-on 4th of July, Macy's Day Parade, just explosion. But it really wasn't too bad. wasn't too bad. I'm, she's. I think she's taking it easy, but I also... I bet you that's what Nicole wants out of her, too. So she's probably not giving her what she wants. Mm. Yeah. And Nicole maybe is trying to poke the bear a little bit. Poke, yeah. Or her attempt to, to poke the bear. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, I think it worked. Oh, I definitely think it worked. The, the question is, now that you said that Nicole was planning this, do you think that Janelle also knew that she was going to say this? And maybe this is some sort of yeah, I mean, Janelle's- fake drama that they're trying to stir up. I mean, Janelle's the best person to ever play the game, so I would say, yes, she knew it was coming, but did she know that Nicole was actually going to say something? No, but she definitely knew she Nicole was taking her to go on the slop. There's not a chance she wouldn't think of that. Well, let's just say that next week, I hope that they get rid of this volunteer nonsense, and maybe that their lines will be starting to be drawn more so that people will want to start taking shots. I know. Well, I will say people. if Janelle makes it through this week, Nicole F., she's going right back on the slop, and I'm sure they'll be a very good. I, Janelle's going to struggle on slop, I think. Yeah, who knows? I saw, is Kesar on slop this week, too? Was he one of them? No, I don't think so. Or was it last week? I think it was last week he okay. was on slop. Because I watched. Yeah, because. I saw him burning, trying to make slop cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Basically start, almost burned down the BB house. <laughs> It happens. But anyway, I'm curious to see if it affects Janelle's ability to play in POV. I mean, simply just from... It's a little bit of a mental game, too. In yeah. the have-not room. Because they have to sleep in that stupid yeah, they room, have to right? There. But they have a good group, though. Cody, Enzo, Davon, and Janelle. That's actually a pretty good group. They that seem like true. they're having a good time on the live feeds together. So. so, I did like to see that Memphis was in there talking to Janelle and Kesar. I think he's really their best shot, and I kind of was hoping that he was going to jump on board with them. I was hoping because so, it, too. It, I thought, okay, that'll mix things up this week because this is going to pivot Memphis to make him choose, basically. Yeah. And I think we both saw, and Janelle even noticed too, from the comp where he lies. Well, even before the comp, like he, I guess, saying Janelle was always like, Memphis always makes direct eye contact with me. Whenever we're speaking, and now she's like, he said that he would save me, but she's like, but he didn't even look at me. So she's like, he's lying. I already know he's lying. Yeah. And then him doing the safety suite in 14 minutes, she was just like, yep, he threw it. And there's not a doubt about it. I mean, just another gameplay mistake. I think that they've really put all their cards into Memphis. Uh, he was really the one that they focused on the hardest, I think. The one I mean, that they that was, trusted the most. Yeah, but that was their only shot going into safety sweep. Someone who would potentially save them is Memphis. Because out of the four. But this was even from the beginning of Memphis's HOH. That's true. I mean, that's kind of where they were picking strategically to go. 
And I think they miscalculated. Obviously, they didn't know that he's in this other alliance. Yeah. When they probably should have been focusing more on Davon and Bailey. And I think Kesar's really terrible pitch to them. Yeah. (laughs) But Memphis is still kind of in the middle, though, too, because he was even saying, he's like, I'm not going to make any waves. He's like, I'm just going to stay in the middle. I don't want to show my cards yet. So he could in the back of his head, be aligning with Janelle and Kaser, but he just doesn't want to come openly out and say that he is. Well, let's jump to uh, my favorite Enzo moment of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Enzo. Wait. All right, wait. Why don't we... Uh, why don't we... We'll save that for a little why don't bit. You, why don't we jump into the diary room? Do I... Okay, yeah, let's, let's jump into that. So, Jack, for diary room award, we don't even really need to do a big build-up for it because we already <laughs> know who's going to win it. We know so... this if I could get a drum roll right now. Drum roll, please. This episode's Diary Room Award goes to Enzo. Enzo! <laughs> <laughs> so apparently the first year in the house that they have been given a bidet and Enzo is loving it. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow, bang, gang. I guess he's never used one before. The the toilet spray. So then I guess he was using it earlier this week that made it on the episode and uh, got a little too hot for him. (laughs) So he stood up, it hit him in the face, and then it splattered all over the toilet seat and he just walked out and then Cody went to the bathroom (laughs) and sat, I guess, sat down. So uh, just got wet and he was just like, oh my God, (laughs) Enzo. I love that Cody walked in the bathroom and it was just everywhere. Like, <laughs> he's just, like, there's water everywhere. <laughs> and Enzo, you know, he's like, ah, I'm uncomfortable with the bidet thing. I don't know how that works. <laughs> but first... Cody's like, dude, you don't even wipe it down. Like, you just walk <laughs> out. Walk <laughs> out. <laughs> Scumbag move. <laughs> he's like, well, it got hot. It hit my face. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, but so you just leave it? <laughs> Come on, man. It's all over the door. <laughs> like, how did it get over the door? <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that, oh, was man, that was funny. the peak of tonight's episode <laughs> yeah the small things yeah but also shout out to uh lizzie she submitted that to be the diary room award this week on our instagram as well oh what's her so, handle uh zinged pod so oh. if i ever see something during an episode that could be uh given a diary room award make sure to hit us with a dm thank you for dropping that in the notes yeah shout out to lizzie thanks liz all right let's uh jump on here um so Tyler, Cody, Danny, Nicole, and David. These are the names that I picked out because I found it interesting that Tyler reiterated tonight that these are the people that he feels that he is essentially aligned with. Yeah. Cody, Danny, Nicole, David. Okay. So not Memphis. Not Memphis. Well, yeah, he already said it last week after he did the nomination speech tyler was i think done with him but david is on there so you're right he is holding true to this piece I of think david him and david that's his official final two that's, is david hey i mean if tyler's on board david could go could go far here yeah and he is playing similar to memphis i think where he's not taking shots he's trying to float through a little bit but i still think that david needs to prove himself though he needs to start like taking shots at people in my opinion. Because he's got to prove why he's an all-star. Because right now he's not showing me why he is an all-star. Who, Memphis? Uh, David. Oh, David. No. Yeah. 
not a chance. No. So if I was David, I'd be making shots and I don't know. I feel like he's playing it too safe. He may be a little nervous though from he just survived a week on the block. That's true. So he might be trying to just get out of everyone's crosshairs. He feels safe with Tyler. So he's just got to lay low and let Tyler do the work. Yep. And hopefully, you know, everything just goes according to plan. Goes smoothly for him. Yeah, let's hope so. All right. And then Danny sees... Uh, this was an important part of the episode. Oh, yeah. Right. So when Danny... What do they call it? The, the love room, do they call it? Yeah, it's the love room. The love room. Here, yep. So Danny's walking by outside. Uh, she hears inside. Davon, Bailey, Kaser, Kevin, and David... I didn't, was Janelle in there yeah, as well? Yeah, Janelle. Janelle's think, in there. I don't, okay. I don't know if David was in there, but Janelle was in there. So I thought this was a pivotal moment because it seemed like this was the final pitch that really Kesar and Janelle had to make to tell the other side of the house, listen, they are all aligned. If we don't come together... They're going to pick us off. They are going to pick us off. And we know they're right. Yep. They're 100% right. Oh, they're 100% right. But unfortunately, I think Bailey, Kevin, and them, they just, they weren't buying it. Yeah. They didn't seem to be bought in. Which they'll see that once uh, once Janelle and Queso get out of the house. They're the next ones to go. I think Janelle and Queso are too, just doing a great job of seeing uh, too late now. But I think now that we're finally starting to see them turn on the game mode, that they're looking far down the road. Yeah. And they're trying to start making moves. Well, now it's too late. But I think those other players are looking so short-term that they're not thinking, yeah, oh, like, what's going to happen in three or four weeks when, oh, okay, when they're just starting to pick us off. Exactly. You know, they're, think, they're just thinking about, how am I going to get by this week? But the thing that did it for Danny, though, was she heard Davon agreeing with some of the stuff that Kaser and Janelle were saying. So... Of course, Danny went and took that information to Tyler and was like, hey, here's what Davon's doing. And it was like a day after they solidified like their slick six or whatever. But this is why I think it sowed some distrust, rightfully so. She obviously seems to be playing both sides of the house. And you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. She was in agreement with them. But it shows her playing both sides of the house. And it made me hope that maybe, uh, maybe things would shake up. Maybe... Tyler would have taken an easier route, similar to Memphis, that maybe he thought, okay, I'll pick maybe these swing votes of people that are playing both sides of the house instead of taking the big shot. Instead of taking the big shot, but... But he did. He took the big shot. Yeah, props to him. He did take the big shot, so... But I think probably Davon more than Bailey. I think it put a little bit of a target Especially then when Davon went to Enzo and Danny because they're aligned all together by saying like, hey, if you win safety suite, take me because I want a punishment because I've never received a punishment before, which she could have genuinely, which from her DRs, it kind of sounded like she just wanted to get a punishment because she's never gotten a punishment before. She just wants to wear the costume. Yeah. And but then I, that's I think there was out. some, I think she was genuine in that. Yeah. Which I think right? Danny believed it, but she decided to spin it to Tyler to be like, hey, like, this is sketching me out. Like, why is she asking for? Well, but at the same time, it's not just the punishment. Like, you also get, get safety, safety for the week, which is the big piece. The which big is. piece is like the game. Part. You basically get vetoed. Yeah. For the week, essentially, you basically get a free power veto. But Devon was literally just like, I just want the punishment, and I think Danielle or Danny was buying that, and but she decided to spin it to Tyler 
that it's like sketching her like why is she worried about this well it didn't make any sense to me though that why she was so upset after the competition that she was trying to campaign in the house that whoever won needed to pick her that she deserved it yeah come on no maybe if it was just the punishment but you're talking about all these people that you're not really aligned with maybe that think you're playing both sides of the house why are they going to give you a free hall pass for the week that's true but especially with enzo enzo and her are not aligned at all yeah i could see danny giving it to her because danny was like okay yeah like i'm working with her i mean except for the slick six they are on the slick six yeah but but Danny was like, oh, like, I'm just going to use this information to my advantage because that's what she did. And she freaked out Tyler. Well, I just realized, to too, I'm looking at my list. Uh, Christmas is not in the Slick Six. Nope. <laughs> so, <laughs> she is not. I mean, I think that basically throws the Slick Six right out the window. They didn't pick one of their own players to. Yeah, but I also get where Enzo safety. was coming from, though, too. Because he was like, oh, I'm going to give it to her. Kind of like what Christmas did with Ian last week. Like, oh, that's number on my side. Someone Agreed. who's gonna protect me. You're right, and I think that's why I it bothers me that Day thinks she's deserving of it and angry at Enzo when Enzo's making the best game move for himself. Yeah, but like I'll see it because the Devon thinks that they're aligned, so Devon thinks that one of that she should be getting safety too. I'd have to say but, great move on Enzo's part though. Yeah, that's a good move. She's a, I mean we've said it over and over. Christmas is a comp beast. It's where she's gonna shine. And she's also definitely a, a true all-star, I'd say. So to have someone like that in your corner. That's going to get you far in the game. I think that's a smart move. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely going to get you far in the game. So the safety suite competition. Still very curious to see what they're going to do with that room. But on another note, yes, you kind of confirmed what you said, that it was only a three-week game. Yep. So safety suite's gone now. Yep, it's last so week. a little disappointed about because I enjoyed that twist. But everybody played. Yep. What did you think about the comp and the lasers and all that? When they first did it, I was like, all right, this is really easy. But then once they pulled the safety sphere out of the vault, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is where it's going to get a little more difficult. Yeah. I was like, ah, yes, this is where it's going to get difficult. I was saying I would have tried to throw that medicine ball over by the front door. I mean, I know that there's lasers and stuff. But yeah, I but think then you can't stop it. If what if you it could rolls? try to find a way to just kind of throw it over, like by that front door, and then just work your way through back through the puzzle. Yeah, but then you can't stop the ball because it's going to be like bouncing. And then it's going to hit a laser. Yeah, and then you got to run, grab it, and run back. Well, I'd have to go back and look at the tape, see if yeah. I could have done it. But, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like uh, that'd be a little too Memphis, risky. I think, stupid. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. But it just kind of shows his cards now, but... It, he was trying to throw it. He didn't oh, yeah. do it very subtly. He did not. Janelle is fuming at him yeah. now for it. But I also love that he also rushed through it. Oh, yeah, he was like running. To prove and then... that he could do it. <laughs> and then he just he sat just on wanted the to ball. prove that like, oh, I could win this comp if I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just sat there. <laughs> but I didn't realize. I mean, did he sit there for 15 minutes, I guess? I'm assuming so. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought he was like, I'm going to sit here for five minutes. And I was like, okay, that's. Well, yeah, he sat there for five. And then he like, you know, nonchalantly like went through like the next three beams and then just like stood by the buzzer for a while. It was like. Because I feel like if he waited five more minutes, it would have been a little more yeah legitimate but then again you don't like, know how like because like I mean, he said Nicole like almost beat him <laughs> <laughs> well like like he said like he was just trying to make sure that like enzo beat him so he was just like trying to figure out like how enzo would do it so he was just like oh hopefully this is enough time for him <laughs> which clearly it was because enzo did it in four minutes either way that was an interesting game it twist so far i loved it made everybody making game decisions um early in the week before noms are out which i like 
there's a lot of different pieces to it of depending on who was playing, who was playing together in it. I mean, there's a lot of strategy that went involved into this new game, which I really yeah. enjoyed. Curious to see what they have. I mean, they're going to have to have something yeah. new, I would think. The whole house is speculating, though, because I was watching the feed, so that's like another reason they're very nervous to keep Janelle, because mm-hmm. they don't know what the twist is going to be next week. And they were like, it's going to be something that's going to work out in Janelle's favor, because they're like, it's going to be some sort of like America's voting, and they're like, and Janelle's going to win it. Oh, you Whatever. Think so? That's what the house guests are all thinking. That's going to be something that's going to help I, Janelle. I do have that actually on my game. list of rumors. Yeah. The spoiler alert. I have one that says, yeah, basically what you just said, it was like America's choice, HOH, where then America would vote for who becomes HOH. Yeah, they're all going to pick Janelle. <laughs> Which, yeah, I guess it would be Janelle. But I wonder how it would work if she does get evicted. Yeah, I don't know. But they're I, already saying that she's going to win America's favorite house guest. So. All right, I want to jump into uh, our next segment here. Want to yeah. jump into Romance Showman's Backdoor? Yeah. All right, Nicole, here we go. Welcome to Showman's Romance Backdoor. As you've so carefully put it, it's like F. Mary Kill, but with a big brother twist. So I've got three names for you this week. All right, who we I'm going to go with three of the old school classic players that we've got lined up here. I'm going to go with Janelle, Kesar, and Memphis. Okay, I feel like this one's a pretty easy one for me. Um, Walk me through it. What do you got here? Bromance, Janelle. Showman's Kaser, Backdoor Memphis. Why Backdoor Memphis? I don't like him. I guess I don't. Oh, you just don't <laughs> yeah, like him? I just him? don't like okay. him, so I don't want to get him out of the house. Oh, okay. So I think he's a pretty good player, though. You wouldn't want I mean, him aligned with him? a good player, but I don't know. I feel like he just gets too hot-headed, and he's all about himself. And <coughs> Why Bromance with Janelle? Because um, I can see her being like, well, clearly with how she is with Kaser. She's ride or die with him, so she could be a ride or die player. Okay. And she's always going to be the bigger target than you. So that's definitely someone you want to keep with you. Mm, good point. And Showman's with Kaser? I just love Kaser. Yeah. So I just love him. I like the way he plays the game. And I think he'd be a good person to keep around on your side. All right. Fair enough. Well. Yeah. Easy one this week. That was easy. All right. All right. Well, I'll come to the table with something tougher next uh, next week, maybe Sunday. All right. Let's move on. So, what do you think about jumping into rumor slot? Want to do that? Yeah, let's jump into rumor right, slot. Cool, let's do it. Um, you got any this week that you want to fire off, or you want me to start with my list? I've got a pretty decent list here. Unless you got say, any you want to fire in on this week? No, I haven't. Don't really have any of that. Are like actual okay. rumors. All right, I'll just start firing them off after Perfect. then. So again, welcome everybody to rumor slop. Uh, what we do every week. This is one of our fan favorite segments. For those of you who are new and listening, we go deep into Twitter into reddit into the big brother forums and we find all of the dirt the nitty-gritty the rumors everything that's going on online behind the scenes former players uh, we dig into it all so you know if it's it's online it's got to be true so (laughs) we uh we try to bring you everything we find and you make your own decisions it's been interesting so far this year because a lot of the stuff that we have been talking about has come out to be true. Um, we've also thrown a lot of stuff against the wall. But anyway, uh, thank you all for submitting um, your love for the segment. If you do come up with anything, make sure to send us a DM on Instagram. At ZingedPod. At ZingedPod. Uh, and you can always throw us a comment on the video here on YouTube. We will check out anything you got, and we will throw it into the next week's rumor mill. So without further ado, Nicole, are you ready for me to hit you with a couple of these? Yep, let's go. All right, so first off the bat here, I think this one might be more of a spoiler. 
than a rumor, but since I don't know what happens, uh, we're just going to say this is as a rumor right now. Okay. I've heard that there is a massive day 18 breakdown in the house. Interesting. I haven't seen anything. I know that Nicole freaked out, or not freaked out, um, Dave, or not Davon, Bailey made Nicole cry. But that's nothing new in the house. But I don't know if that was on day 18. But there was some issues. But Who were the issues between? Uh, Bailey and Nicole. Mostly with Nicole. Because Bailey made a comment to her that she didn't like. So she just started crying. Oh, you think that is going to be the big meltdown? It could potentially be the big meltdown. I did hear about that. And what was the comment she said? <laughs> so they were all like talking and like joking with each other. And because there's a big joke going on about how david and devon are showmance and devon's just like laughing it off like haha like whatever making jokes and then nicole said something like oh yeah like you know it could work out in the end like it worked out for me and bailey jokingly said yeah only took you a couple times and or a couple tries with a couple guys Ooh. and nicole just started bawling crying and she's like that was so mean like this girl just cries <laughs> for everything and what did bailey say bailey well like bailey said it like in passing and like kept walking away and then, like, Davon had to go upstairs and, like, tell her, like, hey, <laughs> you just made Nicole, like, bawl and cry. So I wonder if this thing is going to escalate. I'm sure. Well, and Bailey was like, what? <laughs> or is it just like, going to be Nicole crying? Anything. And then Danny had to go to talk to Bailey. And Bailey's like, why couldn't she just say, like, hey, that hurt my feelings instead of just bawling crying? Well, I'm curious to see. I'm sure we'll definitely get some of that in the episode. I'm sure we will. You don't think they wouldn't edit that out, right? They would play know. that? I don't know. I think they would. I think they would. Let's hope so, because it was pretty entertaining to watch on the live feeds. All right. Well, moving on, next one. Uh, and I know, again, you've been a little bit more dialed in the live feeds than I have this week, so you know some spoilers, so don't give anything away. Um, but I just want to throw this out there, if you can touch on it without giving anything away. But okay. people were claiming that they think in some way the production or producers... Um, were involved in trying to sway people for who they picked for POV this week. Which, to me, normally, obviously, they pick it out of the hat. Yeah, they pick it out of a hat. I don't think they can physically... I don't... But, that's got to be just a rumor. Like, they can't... Because it goes into, like, a box. So the specific was that they believe, allegedly, that producers are basically pulling people aside during their DRs and saying, like, and I don't know what they're saying, but in some way trying to convince somebody during their DR that, hey, if you get a house guest choice, we need you to pick so-and-so. I don't even know who plays in the veto. I have no idea what this is about. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I don't know. It, it, I mean, I guess I could see that because I have heard like in the past just to like shake things up for like TV show, like producers will tell people in like the diary room, like like some room like, oh, this person's talking about you. Just to oh, kind of really? like stir stuff up. Like if it's starting uh, to get boring okay. in the house. I see. So maybe that I could see them doing that, but like they, I can't see them like physically picking like who's going in. No, I, I don't think they Unless would. they already have a pick and the, that's the only chips that are in the box. Mm. Well, we'll see what happens. But we'll I thought, what happens. I thought that was kind of an interesting one. That is very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. All right. So let's move on to that one. We'll see. I think we'll get a better feel for when we watch the actual footage from POV. Yeah. And see who goes. And maybe if we do even see a house guest choice. I think that'll yeah, I be the key things. If we go back and we see a house guest choice, then we may know what the internet is talking about here. Yeah, that's true. But we'll see. I know who plays in Vito and who wins Vito, but. All right. I, all right. That's enough. We don't need to know. I don't it. remember if they said like if the person like picked the person, like if they picked or not. 
so geez don't give it away i'm not giving right. anything away i'm just like <laughs> i don't know i just know the six that played all right uh so next topic here moving on to second chances uh and obviously we just confirmed something we talked about after keisha's eviction uh keisha did go on instagram live i think today or yesterday yeah from her house mm-hmm, and confirmed that there will be officially no battle back right we inferred Which, it when we saw her yeah content. and like julie pretty much confirmed it when she told nicole a who the big alliance was in the house Oh, that's true. She was giving up some gameplay stuff. Yeah, which she never does in pre-jury. Well, so she confirmed no battle back. But I don't think that that changes the fact that there could be some sort of twist to A, keep Janelle in the house or shake up the house in some way. Do you think we're going to see something like that this week? I feel like they have to do something. If not, right. then that first six alliance is just going to steamroll the entire house. And if they got to make a move, they got to do it now. Exactly. So I, I, I'll throw a couple at you. I mean, we talked to one about before about America and America's HOH. Yep. Which I thought was a pretty popular one online, which I could see, but I don't know how that would work. Like would they, would they let Janelle be HOH? I don't think they could let Janelle. They'd probably be like, Oh, like a third person could put someone on the block. Or, or would they say like America could save somebody? Well, because remember, Julie did say that there was going to be multiple safety rooms. Yeah, there's going to be multiple like rooms and stuff. So we'll have to see. They're going to have to come up. Uh, here's what's going to happen. They're going to come up with a room that's going to in some way keep Janelle safe. It's going to be a quarantine room, a sequester room. That'd be cool. They also just need to um, just reset this whole week. Janelle should have won HOH, which if you go on Twitter, there's a very strong argument that Janelle won this HOH competition. This past week, and she should be the HOH. Over oh, Tyler. I forgot about that. Yeah. Why did they never address that? What ended up happening with that? I guess it didn't I don't you know. say that they were going back and replaying the. Comp, That's what they were all like speculating. True? So I guess it wasn't true. Just the feeds okay. were down longer. But from all the pictures that people are trying to justify it with, is like when Tyler's hand hit the buzzer, his cup was on eleven points and not on twelve. So they oh. think that he only had eleven points, and Janelle did it with eleven points faster. So I don't think Janelle needs to win it. We may need to call Julie up, go back to the Because we had the feeds up for the last episode, and it was blank the whole yeah, time. Yeah, they were down. As if they were still playing a, a comp almost, right? Yeah. So they're all saying that Janelle needs to be the HOH and that there was a technical difficulty. I mean, that this week would be much different. Oh, yeah. If Janelle was HOH, right? All right. So moving on here. Let's jump into our next piece I got. Uh, so obviously... Internet was throwing some harsh stuff at Nicole F this week. Oh don't, yeah, she's don't usually not like liked. the bullying, the piling on, but um, I think Janelle maybe opened my eyes to it a little bit. Yeah. In that Nicole is maybe playing on the emotions of the house guests a little bit. Maybe. No, she plays the victim, and Janelle's calling her out for it. Yeah. So the few things I saw were interesting. Were um, people that were experts in. Uh, psychology or that sort of field they're calling it passive manipulation Mm -hmm. which i thought was an interesting term interesting and so it's basically like what you said where she is she knows very well what she's doing and how to position herself so that when she acts a certain way that she can basically kind of you know maybe run her mouth or get in trouble and then be like oh yeah and then pull away yeah and then start crying (laughs) 
But like I was telling you earlier, Janelle has finally said what the beef between the two of them is and, and where the was? issues are. So it all stems from when Nicole was on the amazing race with Rachel Riley, who's really good friends with Janelle. So apparently during the whole season, because I don't watch American Amazing Race, so I don't see that I don't really know anything about it. But so Rachel and Nicole were aligned together. They're in an alliance and they're helping each other out. And Rachel being Rachel, she was able to like spy on other teams and she caught word of that in the next leg they were gonna U-turn Nicole, so she'd have to start back over again. So Rachel was like, Hey, you need to beat this team to like the next leg or else you're going to get U-turned. And so then instead of, you know, just trying to go and like win the next leg, she just goes and talks to the other team. And she's like, well, Rachel's telling me you guys are going to U-turn me. And then they started working together. And then Nicole somehow stabbed Rachel in the back and like U-turned her or something. And so from that point on, Janelle was like, yeah, no. And then she played the whole victim card again after that, from that point on the victim card so then janelle's mm. saying she can't stand the way she plays the game and that she stabbed rachel in the back in like a ridiculous way i'm gonna have to go back and She's watch that season. A, i watched yeah. the one with cody and jessica oh, i didn't watch that one i think they won they did i win believe it. they didn't win yeah, yeah okay yeah it. i watched that season that was really good yeah but like nicole and rachel riley were on at the same time so i'm very curious to see so were they on happened. with their spouses? So was it her so. and Victor, or were they? Together oh no, it on was. Um, I think Rachel played it with her sister. Oh wait, I think but I'm... Nicole did play it with Victor. But I think Rachel okay. played it with her sister, who was also on Big Brother. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. All right, moving on then. Next one, um, okay. David catching some more heat uh, about the All Stars pick this week, and I know that we rag on him a bit too about it, but I think there is some truth to it. Um, but. Here was the criticism I read that was a new take was that a people are still saying, why is David on all stars? And it's because he hasn't proved himself, which obviously Memphis called him out on, but that he's also a pretty much a rookie player playing against all stars. So, so the take was this, the take was that it's not that David doesn't deserve another chance, but it was that David deserves another chance on maybe a regular season. Yeah. So maybe next year when he's, playing against just you know, Regular a fresh people. batch of house guests, not going into the all-star cast season and having to try to navigate the waters of past seasons, the relationships between all these players, and someone that's not said he's not a BB fan. fan. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy's got to be lost trying to play catch-up here. I know. Yeah, I still, it just blows my mind that they have him. He has to be like a second choice. Like someone had to have like gotten sick or something. I mean, we've been watching this for 22 seasons yeah. of knowledge. And I still think it would be tough. I mean, I, I still struggle. Yeah. Trying like, to remember all this stuff and all these characters. I definitely slip up and forget sometimes. But I can't imagine not knowing any of them. Yeah. Like, like who are these people? Yeah. Um, anyway, so speaking of that, um, I, I would I think that probably would have been a fair shake for him. Yeah. Was it give him another chance, but maybe on a regular season? Yeah, maybe next season. Give him another chance. So speaking of All-Stars and our criticism of the cast picks, this was one I really hope happens. Okay. There's rumors that coming this winter, 2021, they're going to do something new called Big Brother Legends. 
Are they bringing back like more all stars <laughs> or something? Well, yeah, I don't know, but the rumor is that essentially it's like all stars next level. So it's all the people that we really wanted on all stars that a either declined to come on the show. Yep. Didn't really make it in the cast. Um, and obviously maybe Corona threw some, some mix in there or something. So yeah. this potentially would be like the true all-star season that everybody wanted. Interesting. Uh, and why have you here? Let me pull up this list I found. I think it's relevant. It talks about allegedly this was an official list. Okay. Of the people that are, let's see, that declined to be on the season. The people that were cut from the season. Uh, and the people that are rumored to have been gotten in touch with, but they don't have an answer on whether they were cut from the season or they declined. Okay. All right. So I'll run through it quick. If there's any you want to stop and talk about, okay. just stop me. So I'm going to hit you with the declined list. These people uh, allegedly were contacted by Big Brother, by the producers. They wanted them on this season's all-star cast, and they said no. Okay. Derek. Okay. Dan Geesling. Okay. Zach Rance. Oh, I would have loved if Zach Rance played. <laughs> I know. Uh, James Hewling. Okay. Declined, though, right? Declined. All right. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul Abrahamian. Oh, Abrahamson? Yes. Oh, he should have been back. He got robbed two mm. times. Uh, James Rhine. Okay. Uh, Danielle Reyes. Okay. She said that she would have played if it wasn't during a pandemic. This one, really disappointing to see. Frankie Grande. Uh, he declined. Declined uh, to that's be on the season. Uh, and another one I was also obviously very upset about. Uh, my man, Dr. Will Kirby. I don't think Dr. Will will ever play Big Brother ever but again. They said that they allegedly officially offered him to be on the season. And he turned it down. Um, so I think this is really fueling. Well, we'll keep going. But some of these names on here are really fueling that. That there's going to be a Legends cast. We talked about okay. uh, some of those old classic alliances where we really have kind of the the second man yeah. here of in the this season. But imagine if we had a season where we had, okay. The top we've dog. we've got all the top dogs. Yeah. All right. So those are the official declined, well, allegedly officially declined, whatever yep. you want to say. I know Janelle was saying this week too, like she was talking to Kate, or she was talking to Ian saying that she like personally talked to Dan. She told him like, Hey, I got the phone call. And Dan was like, Oh, I did too. But he's like, I have younger kids at home. So he's like, now is not the best time for me to go away oh, really? and play big brother. And she was just like, yeah, that makes sense. She's like, I'm just going. Cause I just want to get away and have fun. So I don't think Janelle really cares if she wins or not. No, but I, maybe they'd bring her back. She would definitely be on the legends cast. Oh yeah. Uh, and, we can well we can bring that back up in another episode. I think we could do a whole thing on just trying to guess who we would be in <laughs> the Big Brother Legends. legends. Uh, all right, so let's move on to the cut list here. Okay. So these are people that uh, Big Brother had offered, they accepted, and then Big Brother has removed them allegedly okay. from the season. Uh, we have Rachel Riley. Who's Is that pregnant. from this? All yeah. Correct. Yeah, she's pregnant. No, apparently she wanted to play, and she's like, "Yep, I'll play." And then she told them that she was pregnant, and they're like, "All right, see you later." Uh, Yvette. Cor Cordero. Okay. Uh, it says that she was allegedly cut for past controversial comments. Uh, Hayden Moss from season twelve. Ooh, okay. Also says that allegedly was cut for 
for past controversial comments. Um, Amber Borzotra from season 16. Okay. Uh, allegedly, she was an alternate, so she just didn't make it she, in. Someone didn't get sick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Martinez, we've talked from season 19. We talked pretty in-depthly about Him. his situation. Yes. Uh, same thing about Casey Clark is also in here. And it says the comments for her are similar to Josh. And that not only was she... I'm sure they're about to do the challenge. Like, they're about to film the challenge. It says that she tested for COVID. So, the the details on this list, actually, that I have here, it says Josh Martinez rumored to have tested positive for COVID-19 in sequester. And same thing for Casey Clark, saying that they ended up testing positive for COVID while they were in sequester. Which I, I think could bring us to our point that maybe they broke they could have bro- sequester. Yeah. Right, we're not sure. Uh, last one that was on the cut list is Cameron Hurd from season 19. Okay. Uh, and then no confirmation for the following players. Brittany Haynes, Jesse Goddards, Vanessa Russo, Jessica Graff. Oh, I, I could see Jessica oh, no, coming back. I don't back. like Jessica. I know she's good TV. She's good TV, but she's just going to complain about Cody the whole time. But John, Jessica's pregnant right now, too, so she's oh, not she? doing it. Yeah, she's not going to do it. Uh, John McGuire, season 17, okay. and Eric Stein of season 8. All right. So that's the list I got. Very Figured interesting. Figured I'd share that with you. Yeah, very interesting. So let's see. Keep our eye on the ground if BB Legends is an Becomes actual a thing. thing. <laughs> uh, or if that's just a bunch of nonsense. We shall see. We shall see. All right. Should we move on? Hit him with a little bit of a floater check, Nicole? Yeah, let's jump into the floater. Floaters, you better grab a life vest. So the floater, that's it's pretty obvious who this floater is. And I would say the floater we need to check on today is David. David gets it this week? David gets it. He's not doing anything in the house. And I feel like he, out of everyone, needs to be making the most moves. He definitely seems and to creating be waves. purposely taking a low profile. It's annoying me. <laughs> This is Big Brother All Stars. We shouldn't be having any sort of floaters at all. That's a good point, though. No floaters. This is, yeah. should be a floaterless season. The fact he didn't take Memphis or pick Memphis to go on slop speaks volumes. That, that, get, that gets him to win the floater, floater check. check of the week for sure. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, well, who wants uh, can someone nominate or like go up on themselves and Cody was like yeah sure whatever I'll go Memphis just dogged him for a week he yeah. put him on the block he, put he him made him slop. have not I mean this was an easy layup to kind of get him back a little bit for the, all the crap he put him through very easy so can't believe it or actually can't believe it that he's playing it so easy and he's just kind of floating around now that Tyler's HOH he feels like he doesn't have to do anything mm. so he's kind of just hanging around which like I said, Big Brother All-Stars, you should be just sitting around all day. You should be making moves. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. I was uh, I was going to throw shade at another player that I had for a potential floater check, but I think they did some, some moves this week, so I'll let them slide. Yeah, we'll let them slide. But all right, float. Nicole, is that who gets it? That's who gets it. Float on, David. Float on, David. Yeah, I'm such a floater. Jack, before we get into predictions, I have to go into a big thing that the Danny and Nicole keep talking about in the house, and that's that Janelle is only there or inside the Big Brother house to gain followers and to gain popularity. That's a pretty big shot to take. Big shot coming from someone whose literal job handle below her name on Big Brother <laughs> is social media influencer. <laughs> I mean, I think they're just a little jealous. Janelle's getting oh, all this attention. They're 100% jealous. But speaking of that, which I saw someone 
put this on Twitter as well. But how would they know? They would have no idea how much attention Janelle's getting. They're disconnected, right? But now they're just saying, because now like the big thing is like, oh, when you go on Big Brother, you're going to gain a big following on social media. So they're like, mm-hmm. oh, Janelle, since she's an old school player and like social media really wasn't a thing when she oh, played. True. Now it's the big thing. She's like, oh, she's just coming on here to like gain followers and like gain popularity. I'm like, no, she's not. And she's even said it herself. She's like, no, I'm a real estate agent. I'm just going to post pictures of my houses. I'm not going to be promoting myself on social media. But someone on Twitter. So I remember, I think it was the eviction episode. Those like Chanel earrings she was wearing. Okay. Yeah. So someone priced those out and those earrings costed $4,395. So if she's out here to gain popularity and like become famous off of social media, I was like, she doesn't need to do that. She's well safe on her own. Yeah, I mean, if you're buying five thousand dollar earrings, you're probably not worried about. Yeah, she's doing not bothered. Some promotional picture. Yeah, and she knows that's going around the house, so she's not bothered by it at all. I'm surprised. It seems like they're really taking some shots at Janelle, really kind of bullying her a little bit. Because they're, they're je- it's Janellacy. They're jealous the of Janelle-cy her. <laughs> Janellacy is, is real. Okay. Which even Dan get Dan has also commented on that. He's like, "Hey, this has been a thing since I played Big Brother." <laughs> <laughs> like he's like Janellacy is a thing. Oh, okay. I mean, it was Danny was involved too. Yeah, Danny's been involved. So like, yeah, like <coughs> Danny and Nicole just keep talking about how she's only here to like gain followers and to promote herself on social media. Damn, shots fired. Okay. Shots fired. Where Janelle's just like, whatever. I'm just gonna keep doing me. I'm unbothered by it. I mean, I don't think she's on the show for social media following. No, she literally said she. Her and Casey were talking about it. Like Janelle's just going because she's bored and she wanted to like do something different during quarantine. So. She's just there to have fun. So she could care less if she gets voted out. Like she said, going into it, she knew she wasn't going to be winning. She's also one of those players, though, that I think she's she really enjoys the game. Oh, yeah. She just loves the game. That's why she's, in my opinion, a true all-star. She's one of those players that, you know, she's super dialed in on. At least I would hope she was. But again, I've been reflecting watching this last episode today because I sat down and I thought, what happened? Janelle and Kesar are definitely a superpower combo. How did we get here? That's what I kept thinking to myself. How did we get to this point where we're both looking down the road on the seeing Thursday and being like, man, that's it's not looking gone. good. It's not looking good at all. And I think that as much as they do a ju- good job editing the episode, I think they really just dropped the ball. I think they've been hiding i think they've just been disengaged from the house Uh, i think they've been recently started to make a couple game moves but i think they made mistakes memphis not their guy yeah but i don't know i feel like any move they try to make the other side of the house just pulls that person away from them agreed yeah i think they're just too late it's stacked against i think it's been stacked against them from the beginning though who would you say is the one stacking it against them is there one person well, there's obviously the big divide of Janelle and Nicole, so everyone's unfortunately favoring Nicole and listening to everything Nicole has to say. So, like, I'm, they're all just trying to protect her. As much as we talked trash about Cody's gameplay and Enzo, he's at some starting points, to make moves though. Cody is. So they were the ones that also made that slick six, right, with yeah. uh, Davon and them. So maybe they are they're starting to make moves, right? I mean, they, oh, Memphis and Cody were. The ones that started the commission. Yep. That that was really the birth of the big the, alliance. The big alliance. 
but now Cody's starting to make more and more moves. So I'm starting, I'm getting a little proud of him. He's starting to make more moves as yeah. the game's going on. Yeah. I mean, the slick six, I think was an important move to really just to screw over. Janelle Janelle Kayser. Kayser. That I was mean, essentially yeah. what the, cause they got, no, they, was. that took away all their numbers. Now exactly. they're done. Now they're done. Now yeah. they're just sitting ducks waiting to go home. Well, let's see what happens this week. But yeah. um, all right. Let's jump into, let's predictions. Jump into some predictions here. just like last tuesday twitter has ruined the next uh episode for me jack so i won't give my predictions because i'll obviously whatever i say obviously is not what's gonna happen in the episode so who do you think is gonna win video veto and do you think they will keep nominations the same i think that it is going to be a very physical veto competition i think that janelle and kesar are comp beast so is Tyler is also a comp beast. I think we're going to see them pick other players that are going to be very physical, um, game-oriented. And we're going to see one of those tougher challenges where it's either going to be about speed, it's going to be about endurance, it's going to be in some very physical game. And I'm expecting Janelle or Kesar to win. Okay. I think that one of them are, it has to get it. Uh, and unfortunately, they're going to have to take themselves off the block. Uh, and then where it really gets interesting for me is who does he put next to Janelle or Kesar, which is where I think all these alliances you've made, you kind of run have run out of people to put up on the block. Yeah, that's why I don't know <laughs> because why. Because you've got an alliance with everybody, but so... Why I don't also what's in the back of my head is like I don't get why Tyler won HOH. So like he had no reason to win head of household this week, I don't think. So let's say if he made that alliance though, if we made the slick six, he's got Devon and Bailey, so he's not gonna go after them. Like he's got no one Enzo to go after. And Danny, the only people he would have would be in Kev David's also in his camp. So let's he's say aligned with everybody but Kevin. Yeah, like he'd probably put up Kevin. Kevin and Ian, I think. Yeah, those one would of be those two. two Kevin or Ian. But I think the fact that Ian is so close with Christmas. Yeah, I think Kevin would be the one going up. That it may be Kevin, unfortunately. But we'll see. So, yeah, I could see that. My guess is going to be Kesar wins. Unfortunately, then it's going to be Janelle versus Kevin. Uh, Kevin will be told that. He is purely being put up as a floater um, and that, that they need him to take one for the team and go on the block to make sure that Janelle is going to go home. Yep. And finish the prediction even further, I think that the producers are going to scramble on Thursday. They're going to come up with some sort of twist that will put Janelle back, back in, the, in the house. They have to know that... And if, maybe even in a position of power. I would assume... Not just back in the game. Once Janelle's gone, just looking at the Twitter following, once Janelle is out of the game, people are going to stop watching the show. Mm, I think people say that. They're being dramatic, but... I can see a lot of viewership going next. They're already all pissed about how the season's already going. Well, this is... We talked about this, though, too. I think the producers are going to have to shake something yeah, up, do something up to try to mix up that side of the house because, like we keep saying, it's going to be just steamroll pick off those next five people that aren't in the commission and their underlings and it's going to go downhill quick 
But yeah, but that's a good prediction. We'll see if it comes true. All right, cool. Yeah, we'll All see. right, so let's wrap it up for this week. Yep. All right, you want to give a plug real quick? Tell everybody where to find us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Both our handles there are ZingedPod. Yeah, and make sure you check out and subscribe to the podcast. We will post um, the audio version of this show uh, right after the episode airs. So if you want to download it for your work, uh, on your way to work tomorrow, listen in the office. Uh, check us out on iTunes uh, Podcast at Zing Podcast, and also on Spotify. You can find us on there at Zing Podcast. Uh, and finally, we will be live on YouTube right after every air, right after every episode airs. Uh, so check us out at Zing Podcast on YouTube. Um, we're gonna add some more cameras. I got another camera coming in. Oh, so we got another camera, got a nicer camera coming in. Um, we're gonna have to see if we can add. Some some sound effects maybe, but uh, we'll try to make the live show a little bit better every week. Sounds good. All right. All right. All right. We'll, we'll see s- everybody on Wednesday. We'll see you Wednesday. Yeah. See everybody on Wednesday. All, All right. right. See ya. Bye. <laughs>